Hello. Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Luke and Lewis. We're joined by our good friend, North Borders, who's uh, a photographer who's toured with me uh, and Luke in the past. Really good friend of ours. It's a banging episode. Uh, we wanted to let you know that this is the second time we've recorded it. First time we recorded for about 15 minutes, had technical issues. Uh, we decided to release that 15 minutes because it was really good uh, on Patreon. So there's an extended version of this episode on Patreon. Uh, but uh, otherwise, enjoy this uh, really great, fun conversation with Mike, uh, who we love. Hey, welcome to a special guest episode of the Luke and Lewis Show. We're joined by our, by our very good friend. We've known him for years. Welcome, Mike, from North Borders to the show. Hey, good welcome, to be here. Welcome, mate. Now, we, need <laughs> yeah, to, <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of this. I think we've actually discussed this on a podcast in the past. Yeah. It's not Mike from North Borders. It's like Mike, a.k.a. I am North, North Borders. I'm not from it. Well, it's not a it's, he's not like an entity. Like where he's, I'm actually I, a small I, suburb, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just something that, that I think I can't even remember. Because if you're new to the show, uh, Mike from North Borders, he, he toured with... He toured with me uh, and Luke and he was the photographer and he filmed stuff and did all the tour vlogs. And we, we did a few podcasts together. And I think one of us accidentally said Mike from North Borders and he didn't like that. So that became his name. Mm. <laughs> I'm not from it. It, 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 just, it just sounds like that you've come over like from yeah. north of the border. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you're a character in Game of Thrones. It's Sir Mike from north, north of, Siberia. of the border. Yeah. Where, where did the name North Borders come from? So back in the day, like on his, back in my day, on yeah. Instagram, I mean, it would have been like around 2014, 2015 on Instagram. It's so different to how we know social media now. Like, yeah. Now on social media, it's all about your name. You want to put your face on there, reels, TikToks, like all mm. this shit, right? But back then for photographers, it was cool almost to be like a graffiti artist, like how you'd have like your tag and no one knew who you yeah. were, right? And you'd just be this photographer or have this account with this cool name and you just posted like sick photos, even though my photos were terrible back then, yeah. right? And I, I didn't have like a cool name. I was like, I want a cool name, like... I followed people like 13th Witness from New York. Cool um, name. And yeah, that fucking sick name, Night Shift, like all these cool, cool names, right? Very no, but cool, You know, right? these just sound like Autobot names. Yeah. Like, these are just names of Transformers. Like that's the same <laughs> as Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. You could actually make up anything, right? But the thing is, anything can be a name. Your, your yeah. name could be like Spicy Lasagna, but you could, you could fucking I like you could that. make that cool. Yeah, you could make it cool because you could be like, yo, did you see Spicy Lasagna's new post or whatever? Like, But that's like bands once they get famous. Yeah, exactly. As well. exactly. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers is an objectively kind of shitty, lame band name. <laughs> yes. It's the Chili Peppers, so that they're so yeah, famous, like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's such like, a shit name that everyone who listens to them were like, I'm not going to say the full thing. I'm saying Chili Peppers only. Yeah. The Red Hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine them introducing them on a podcast. Yeah. All right. You have to introduce their name and then all their all their all of their names. All of their actual names. Yeah. But that wouldn't be weird. That wouldn't be weird if Lewis was like, "Welcome Anthony from the Red Hot Chili Peppers," because that would be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what I'm saying, man. I I like Mike from North Borders because if if I had someone from a band on and we were like, "Oh, hey, it's it's Anthony from Red Hot Chili Peppers," you go, "No." I am the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> I am the whole pepper. <laughs> yeah. I am the whole you're thing. It, 
You're making it seem like there's like he's part of like a four piece photography group, like a boy band. Do you reckon that could be a thing? Like if save you, Seventh Era, and yeah. stuff, you all got together and you made like this photography boy band. What would you call it? <laughs> Fucking all the borders. It's called yeah. the borders. <laughs> it's six just call so it I'm already in one direction, actually. <laughs> so basically, then I guess what we've got down to is is you're not Mike from North Borders. North Borders is from you. You came up with it. Yes. North Borders is from Mike. That's yeah, that's that's more or less the case. I mean, I am just the, the whole. <laughs> you are the guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the this guy. is why we keep calling him Mike from North Borders because look how much of the noise him. He goes, <laughs> no, I need to explain very meticulously why that's not my name. And I mean, that's all your content, isn't it? It's just annoying people. So that's <laughs> yeah, great for your Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, how, how has that been going? I've seen you have been annoying fair few news companies. You went to America like a little yeah. while back, annoyed some people over there. That was great content. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. That was a little TV pilot. And, and uh, well, this year I, I wanted to do Spears versus Australia, but obviously that can't happen. So I, I hope that maybe next year if travel's like opened up and I can get Mate, some money just, together, we could shoot Just it. get out there to approach protest right you can do fucking spears oh, versus the federal government <laughs> i know i know i saw that one where you went to that protest and there was like that guy dressed as someone from the matrix and you oh, kept yeah. jokes and he just didn't understand you know that that guy that's from the anti-vaccine rally video yeah, right. that guy is still around and he's like a fan now he loved it he uh, he comments on my social media every now and then. He he now calls himself Neo on in my comment section. He's a legend. I mean, the guy's fucking insane, but he can take a joke. I was, I was going to say, man. are you sure he gets it? Do you still think there's like part of him that's like, I'm a goddamn star? Uh, he was agreeing with me. No, the whole well, literally. <laughs> Luke, Luke filmed that video and that guy, we were almost done. At that point of the video, I'd done all the bits. Nuts. I'm like, oh, this is this is fine. This would be a great video. I he came you. up to us. Oh, I'm pretty huh? sure there was so one of them I forced you to go up to. I was like, dude. Oh, yeah, he did. He came up to us because he was yes. like, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, yes. those people who are way too eager, they yeah. see yeah. a camera yeah. and they're yeah, like, yeah, I was born like, to be That's basically of all of America, actually. Yes. 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 <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, uh, and since he's been on like uh uh i every every six eight months especially because there's so many protests about COVID now he's at all of them and he runs up to the cameras and talks to him and he always ends up on the news and people tag me and go is this that neo guy he's still around he's still doing it so look he hasn't you know he hasn't switched up he's an og he hasn't changed good on him i mean yeah i mean i don't agree with like maybe what he preaches but <laughs> I mean, good on him for staying true to his character. <laughs> you have to respect a guy who's nuts I mean, yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm not changing. That. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can still disagree with someone, but still respect them. <laughs> yeah, that's what he thats what he said to me in my comment section. He's like, oh, really? I disagree with you. I think that this is actually the government trying to kill us all, but agree to disagree, my friend. I mean, Isn't whatever. That, I mean, trooper, that, there's actually something kind of beautiful in that. Like two yeah. people, because like so many other people on Facebook comment sections, if they disagree, I they will not. Ag- no one agrees to disagree on Facebook. That's unheard no. of. No. The fact that you two are just like completely different and you couldn't yeah. be more, probably more opposing and you're actively preaching the opposite. He's actively going to rallies and then he's like, nah, but you're a bit of a funny bloke. Good shit. You I know mean, what, that's Luke, incredible. You. You've, sold, you've sold me. Let's go. Get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Got shit. Can I be in the background like Keelan as well? <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't listen. laughs> 
<laughs> just adding not much, but he is there. Just a presence. We just cut to him. I mean, he could just cut you off right now. <laughs> like we'd say something and he'd be like, oh, like I said that thing about the rallies. He'd be like, all right, I can organize a time and a place. Like he would just be keen on that. And they kill and laughed. He would be like, all right, let's get our diaries out and fucking organize this shit. So, um, mate, I believe I've heard it through the, the rumor mill you know, mm-hmm. through the grapevine, if you will, that yeah. uh, North Borders, Mike from, sorry, North Borders from Mike the whole is thing. about to go overseas. That's right. Uh, I have exemptions approved, um, paperwork all sorted. Um, I'll be getting Good back move. to there, but I am moving to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Of course. That makes a lot of sense for you. That's cool. Why'd you pick there? <laughs> Hang on, why do you think? When you get off the plane. Huh? Uh, the only place in Europe you don't have to quarantine when you get off the plane. Really? Yeah. Oh, at least when I was checking. Maybe maybe there's a few other places that have opened up now, but Netherlands yeah. just don't seem to give a shit if Australia's, Australians want to come into their country. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah, because quarantine's like mo- moving... Uh, uh, you know, across the country is across the world is like super expensive, but then adding in like the quarantine is so expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just not something you'd want to do. <laughs> oh, it'll make you sad if you yeah, do that. Exactly. So, Especially if you know you're negative COVID yeah. like as well. And like, you know, do, I mean, yeah. Do you have to test negative and then they're fine? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, yeah, you get your negative COVID test, but you're, we're actually considered a safe country. We are, uh, Singapore, yeah. New Zealand, but pretty much anywhere less than like, you know, 10,000 fucking COVID cases a day. Yes. A, um, a, yeah. a safe country. Yeah. But, it is, uh, it is funny yeah. how like for us, Sydney getting 800 a day is like, Oh my God, it's yeah, hell. It's so ended. dangerous. Yeah. But then in the scheme of things where like the UK is hitting 20 or 30,000 a day and the U S is hitting like a hundred, they're like, man, Australia is so safe right now. I mean, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they're very peaceful. Really. We have the toughest restrictions, which like, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. And it's and honestly, like all this, I've I don't really talk about much political stuff on my channel because just like to keep it photography. But mm. COVID has turned just so political now. It just yeah. has divided yeah. so many people, and then that's why I'm steering away from it even more because it's the real virus, in my opinion. I'm not here. We go. Here we go. I mean, the real virus. that there isn't uh, a virus out there that is um, that isn't good. obviously you don't want to get it. Yeah. But the real virus is yeah. the news and the media and we don't help. Yeah. Honestly. It's, yeah, it's true. It's just, it makes people it makes people hate each other and and it also not Neo. Neo, not Neo. is happy Neo to just it. stand on the sidelines yeah. and go, I respect you either way. Yeah. <laughs> we need more people like Neo out there, honestly. He's out there like, going, I you know what, you have to like actually, you know what? I take that back. We don't need more people like that. Don't need more low immune system <laughs> people out there. I mean, you, ha- you have to write awesome like enough. how peaceful Neo is because if I like fully hundred percent believed all that insane shit, like oh, all of the people in power are like harvesting children for their blood. I'd be a pretty angry guy. You know, I wouldn't be like, yeah, man, look, I just think that it, it, you shouldn't be harvesting children for blood. But if that's what you want to do, agree to disagree. You know, that's what the world's about. He's a saint. It's actually fucking dick that he's so calm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he truly believes. He should be like ripping our fucking heads off. I'd be angry. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you would be. Maybe, maybe he's gone through that phase. Maybe he's, he has been angry at some point. 
Yeah. He's now reformed. He's gone through the rehab. Like he still believes all this shit. Yeah. He's gone through the rehab and he realizes that getting angry doesn't yeah. actually solve anything. So maybe he's like the Gandhi of of QAnon of followers. Crazy fucks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. So you know what I love about Amsterdam is even during a pandemic, it seems like they've consistently stayed the country in the world that just doesn't give a fuck. Mm. They were always the country that didn't give a fuck before the pandemic. Like mm. everyone on their Kentucky goes, bro, go to Amsterdam. You're going to see some shit. And mm. even now it's still, dude, go to Amsterdam. They don't give a fuck. You can they probably really still don't. do all the crazy shit that you could yeah. do there before the pandemic during it. Yeah. I mean, they, it didn't like, they did go into lockdown at some point last year, but they've been out of lockdown. There's pretty much apps. Like I'm reading on their website. It's like, we have no restrictions apart from wear a mask. That's it. Maybe it's because America legalized weed because before that Amsterdam was like, man, this crazy insane country, you can buy weed at a shop in a cookie and it's, it's fine. Encouraged even. That's crazy. And then America legalized it. Amsterdam lost their thing. You know, what's Amsterdam now? The country yeah. without quarantine periods. America <laughs> just turned into a one big red light district. And <laughs> the they completely like fucked it. Amsterdam's whole tourism scheme. So if they don't <laughs> let people in without quarantine, they're fucked. Because that's the only reason why people are going there. Amsterdam, actually not Amsterdam, but the Netherlands is. Is it like as big as like Melbourne CBD or something? The whole country is half the size of Tasmania. What? Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's only like two hours to drive across the whole thing or an hour and a half. Something like that. Something stupid like, yeah, a couple of hours and you'll be across it. And they have almost 18 million people that live in that country. Wow. The size. That's almost, I mean, yeah, if you take out like some of, <laughs> the people in Australia who aren't considered Australians, we probably have like 20 million people here, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. I love that yeah. you're just like, you're like, you guys, you have room for one more? Yeah. Room for <laughs> one Aussie. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to be an Aussie over there. I'm going to put on the accent so much harder. Yeah, oh, man, people love it. People <laughs> yeah, absolutely love it. It's, it's like, I didn't, I, when I went to New York, you know, I just forgot that I was Australian. I was just, I was so tired and I was so delirious the first day i just walked into a place to get food because i was up at like 3 a.m and i just ordered food normally and and this guy goes 3 a.m i'm delirious he goes you're australian yeah and i was like it. oh my god we're so rare to yeah think about it like we are <laughs> like a little rare not, pokemon yeah we are there's in the wild overseas yeah, yeah yeah legit i mean and we're so far away from everything especially to america yeah. i mean like traveling to fucking hawaii for them is like oh got to sit on the plane for five hours oh like, yeah. like dude minimum you're on the plane for 10 hours you want to go anywhere yes <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what i mean so yeah we're just rare over there i remember me and liam we were, we were at a house party in chicago and we just i think we made it like a bet who could spread the most bullshit about australia that night good had, yeah we had we downloaded pictures of kangaroos before that we got that one out of the way we're one for one yeah we're like, yeah yeah if you just because obviously that was the first question we kept getting asked is like can you ride kangaroos I'm like yeah of yeah. course you just get the permit 
and you can, <laughs> you, can you put you're, in a, a little like, bit of like paperwork me. into a bullshit story. Like you can tell people anything as long as you add in like a little bit of red tape. It's like, oh, well, obviously you need a permit and a license. Because yeah, that would be fucking ride crazy to write yeah. it without a permit. Yeah, but with a permit, it makes it seem like, oh, of course. And then, and then obviously like there's the saddle and... You need your kangaroo like, license. And obviously you can only ride ones that are like six foot and above as well. Cause I would yeah, you better only ride the big yeah. ones. Otherwise the small ones, you end up breaking their spines. You, yeah. You the kids yeah. ride the small ones to school. <laughs> yeah, they of, ride course, the, of course, of course. The, the little wheels. Yeah. On a big bracket. No, but you, you literally can, like I'm getting out of Australia right now from a yeah. little bit of paperwork. Like you can actually do anything if you have a little bit of paperwork. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's yeah. actually stupid. Like, my dad always says the best quote, the pen is mightier than the sword. You could fight as much as you want. Yeah. If you had a little bit of paperwork, you just get clearance straight through. Exactly. If you have, if you, if you even make up a little bit of paperwork, you can convince Americans that you can ride kangaroos. Exactly. Right. So that's what we did. I also convinced everyone that Uluru was our, uh, like our FBI headquarters and it actually goes into the ground as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you can like retract Uluru like it's a button on an Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there is like serious world cause, you can go in there. And I also, I've definitely won against Liam. I also told everyone that when Australia was colonized, we all lived in one house. <laughs> all of us. Just one place. That's funny. Oh, yeah. So with when we first started working together, both of us were, were quite small. Uh, yeah, you've, you've now blown up. Like I think, when we started work, you might only have had like about 10,000 followers on Instagram, maybe a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, now, yeah. now how many do you have now? It's like over a hundred, isn't it? Um, yeah, it'd be like 350K. Oh, fucking hell. Every time I check it, I go, Mike from North Borders is killing it. <laughs> I mean, the difference is, I guess, because you're, I'm going to guess your audience is a bit more Australian based because of NEBS and a lot yeah. of things you've done in the past with the Australian news and stuff. You yeah. attract more Australian uh, yeah. culture, right? To your audience, yeah. right? But like I was saying before, we're only so big and there's only so many of us literally in our age group that find what we do interesting, yeah. right? So obviously it can, it, you're not, it's, it's not that you're capped because there's always going to be new people, but like in a way compared to the rest of the world, if you're doing very Australian content, you're more or less yes. Australians, right? Yeah. Whether it's because I'm a photographer and I can shoot anything um, I'm in, attracting an international audience. Therefore, it's yeah. a bit easier for me to grow in that sense because anyone can appreciate a photo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I've what I've learned is like, ah, oh, I was only doing Australian stuff, which you have to do to blow up and find your crowd. And then yeah. I started kind of just doing maybe yeah. like 50-50 just to attract the rest of the right. world. Yeah. Because awesome. you. Yeah. Because in Australia there is there is a cap. It's like once you once you hit that, it's like all right, well. You might get a few thousand people every now and uh, then. All the bogans, you yeah. them all. Like they're, they're <laughs> yeah, all <no>. there. <laughs> uh, so, so what what's changed like since you moved from like a small good photographer on Instagram to like this giant thing now? What's changed what? for you? Because you have like a YouTube channel now as well. Yeah. So fully yeah, you, you became like a personality. That's what changed. I think is like I think, you put yeah. your face in front of it. Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing that changed it as well was um, being in the YouTube photography scene. They're not, mm. There's not a lot of – I mean, there are now, growing now, which is awesome, and you can see that they take inspiration from what me and the boys do as well, which is awesome to see people like 
getting on camera. Cause it's not an easy thing to do. Like I know you boys do it as well to jump on camera. Yeah. It's not, you're not always in the headspace to do it as well. well especially when like, I, w- I mean, I I'm assuming here, but especially when you, you obviously start photography as because you want to be behind the camera, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. often the type of person who wants to be behind the camera doesn't want to be in front of it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. A bit more introverted or a bit more technical. Cause like sometimes we've worked with freelancers and stuff that are, they want to be in front of the camera and we kind of recognize that, ah, they're not the best behind the camera because they want to be in front of it. So it would be, you know, the opposite. It can sometimes be true. I suppose like with people who like want to be behind, it can be tough to fucking reverse and go, all right, well now I'm in front too. Yeah, exactly. And what's hard about it as well is when you're on a photo shoot, especially when you're by yourself, it's hard to jump between filmmaking and photography because it's two very different things to be able to do is taking a photo and trying to get the composition right. But then also you got to flip the camera around and talk about what you're trying to do. And it can take away sometimes from what you're actually trying to do. So finding the balance there was a bit hard at the start, finding out how I wanted to make my videos and lots of the stuff. I wasn't very much a filmmaker I wasn't that savvy with um premiere as i am now obviously but just comes with time and mm. I've, I've been thoroughly enjoyed doing what i'm doing to the point now where i'm fully self-sufficient off what i do so i don't so cool. to take on other jobs um although like i will take on private work like that i can make into a youtube video so maybe yeah. like i had some jobs last year with uh lamborghini but they've reached awesome. out to me and done, I've done some work for them, which then I can make into a YouTube video and be like, Oh, so that's just like, that's just a yeah. good photo to upload as well. Like that's mm. also just yeah. improves just your brand. And, yeah, exactly. And being yeah. a part of Lamborghini and then um, that led into other jobs because Bentley and Lamborghini are rivaling with a lot of their cars that they're making at the moment. So yeah. when Bentley say that, um, that Lamborghini is using me, then I got approached by Bentley and I got to do some work with them. That's sick. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, it was about like Bentley and Lamborghini like fighting over me for a bit. So I was like doing work for like both of them. That's some hot girl shit, dude. Yeah, it was That's just awesome. Yeah. Um, so I got Hell to do a lot yeah. of work with like some sick cars and, you know, be like paid to do it and like, be wanted to come on and do it and stuff. And I can make YouTube videos about it. So it's gone to yeah. an awesome level like that where I've been able to like take on jobs that I want to take on. Um, but as you know, it takes a while to get to the it- position where you can be like, all right, now this is what mm. I want to take on board. And these are the projects that I want to do. Yeah. Know? So I went on that tour. Like we, it was the three of us, right? It was Lewis yeah. was yeah. trying to stop me to, and that was the tour that I was opening for Lewis. Um, and then Mike was the photographer and videographer and dude, Mike works so fucking hard. Like yes. he'd be on the way to the gigs, like editing, like new yeah. pictures. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I have to get a photo up tonight. I'm like, just do it tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, but I post every day. Like, and it was <laughs> yeah. just so, and it was like that attitude is like yeah. why you're successful. Yes. Like I think people always go like, oh, how do people even get? It's like, because you just wake you up and go, what you can hustle. I do this morning? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's the same for all of us. It's like, you also believe that you could never not do it. It's yeah. It's part of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Because like, like, what else would you be doing? What else? Like, exactly. What else would you actually be doing? Honestly, like yeah. for some people it's hard because they don't know exactly what direction they want to go in. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like some people just lack that direction. Whether it's like if you I know, think some people what, lack motivation and self confidence to do. That's true as well. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different variables that take mm. for each person. That's why it's hard to give advice and that sort of stuff because it actually comes down to the individual. Yeah, what you want to do. I mean, that's why I find like all these uh, business guru people funny. Like, yeah. 
you can't tell someone how to run their business. The only thing you can say is you need to try like for yourself because yeah, to be it's in the like, industry, but you can't yeah. tell someone exactly how you're going to run the business to make it successful. You need to figure that out. Yeah, that's, that's, that is true. Uh, I think especially of, of creative things, because like, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you could give, you could tell me a bunch of amazing things and tell me how to be a great photographer, but I don't really want to do it. It might be a little bit cool, yeah. but I, you know, are you not going to get there unless, unless you, you've, cause I think you need to find your interest and a lot yeah. of people don't find their interest or they stop looking and trying different things. So then they go, Oh, I guess I'm not meant to do anything. But if you keep trying new things and weird things, like you will find something, it could be fucking rock climbing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and when yeah. you find that thing, you'll go, Oh, this is the thing. I don't want to do anything other than that. And sometimes I feel really lucky that I found, I knew when I saw comedy at 12, I was like, I want to do that. I want to be on stage. And yeah. I, sometimes I feel lucky that I was exposed to that by my mom. Like imagine if I didn't find it stand up until I was like, 40 or 50 or whatever and go, oh, fuck, I want to do that. And then, you know, you're a fucking accountant and you got a family and kids and it's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to pivot, but sometimes it does happen. Like, like Bill, Bill Burr started really late. Uh, there's a bunch of other comedians that have become greats that didn't begin it until they were in their thirties or sometimes even 40. So, you know, it sometimes, honestly, when people go, Oh, I don't know what I should do with my life. It's like, well, I don't know. So go try shit. Exactly, man. There's actually no rush as well because yeah. everyone, everyone is on their different path, um, which is important to understand that as well because I think the worst thing, because I, I get a lot of people um, telling me that, you know, like or comparing themselves to my work and stuff and being like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm never going to be that good or whatever. But, I mean, I was once a beginner at, at like, you know, like I was saying before when I started North Borders. You've shown like, me the first part of your feed, like, and you can yeah. scroll down and watch it. Like, you can see Mike get better over time. Yes. Yeah, it's just because like I genuinely want to try and I'm not actually trying to get better. I'm actually just going out and taking photos. I'm actually just enjoying yeah. what I'm doing and I'm not worrying about where I'm trying to be at. Cause that's, that's what I hate. Like back in school, it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Why don't I fucking, I don't even know what I'm doing tonight. Like, far yeah. out. like <laughs> you know, like you just gotta take it, take each day as it comes, especially when it comes to creative work, just focus on each project mm-hmm. and just, devote that time into each project. And as you grow, you know, just mature as a human being, yeah. mm-hmm. you'll slowly figure out what you like to do. You have a bit more direction and then it's just the amount of speed. How fast do I want to do this? How Man, hard it, do I it, Honestly, go? it's yeah. Speed is, is a huge, huge thing. Like perfectionism is what fucking ruins what ruins you. Like I struggled with it heaps back, back when you know, saying, years ago yeah. I would do, I mean, the videos I was doing were great, but I would do them once every two months and it was, it would, it just killed me. And the, and the minute I switched from, it has to be so much better than the last one. And the last one killed me to do. And I just went, all right, I'm just going to try for a couple of months. Good enough. And the minute I did that, the videos started going better and they actually started getting better because I wasn't going, Oh fuck, is this good enough? Should I even film this one? Or is the script good enough? I was like, man, I'm just going to go with a good enough motto. And I've done that for years now. It's the best thing I ever did. And, and doing that allows you to save that like perfectionist mindset for really big, important projects. So like my comedy special was when I was like, all right, this can't be good enough. This one has to be be really good. But (laughs) you know, I only got to that level because 
I was able to just put out all the other shit with the, with the good enough mindset. And then also I could focus on this thing that had to be amazing, but I didn't have to drop everything else because I could just keep it running because I figured out how to make it easy and efficient, I guess. But you, it took time to get just to that mindset. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say is people that they look at that and they'd be like, oh, Lewis Spears, like he's so successful and he has done all these things and look at all these videos that he's made. And they compare like, um, there's like a saying, it's like, don't compare someone's chapter 10 to your chapter yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, I love that because it's like, yeah. it's so true. Like you can't just look at someone who is successful and be like, well, I'm not going to be like that. But well, yeah, you're not because, you know, they're, they're their own sort of entity and you need to go off and find your own thing that you like. But it starts by taking that first step and not trying to be yes. a perfectionist because that's, that's what kills you. But it's hard to say that to someone when they're starting out because they don't even know what's perfect yet. Well, what is, you, know, you know what I always thought was really cool about like watching Mike on tour was he was such a fucking nerd about it. Like we would go out to like bars and stuff and he'd bring yeah. his little camera bag in case he yeah. saw a cool light yeah. like at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like if he Bro, saw like a cool neon. Source. I remember like we were in an alleyway. Do you remember that? We were in an alleyway yeah. in like Ballarat and yeah. they had their like white night on or something like that. Mm. And Mike was like, stand there, stand there, stand there. I was like, what? And he goes, just be on your phone, like shine the phone light. Oh yeah. And there's this yeah. photo of me where I'm just like pretending to text and he's like sitting there and he's like, Oh, that's fucking good. Like, and, it, yeah. and that is why I think you're successful is because where you could have just left the camera in the car and had a fun night. Yeah. But you were just like, I find it fun to just take it with yeah. me. And uh, obviously as I've matured now, I understand that there needs to be a difference between actually going out and enjoying some time mm. with your mates and stuff and not, trying to work even if it's not work i don't see it as work but mm. it is still work like it's important to take a break from these things as well and like yeah. just enjoy life but i mean at the start because i couldn't have known like you couldn't have known that until you re- realized that you're actually yes. yourself out oh you have to burn yourself out you have to <laughs> you gotta, burn yourself you gotta out do that and go insane yeah. and then go oh shit uh this is you learn what am i doing yeah you definitely learn because you need to find that balance between you realize that your health and your friends and your family is like, that's what yeah. you really got. And this is still like, although it's your work, it's still your passion, but you need to find that balance, which is what I've come to learn. And I think COVID's really accelerated that as well because yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been, that's why I have to make the move because I'm finding it really hard now to try and, you know, just um, keep leveling up and yeah, exactly. Like, just, well, yeah. yeah. Like I, so are, are you going on, by yourself? At the moment, maybe. I think Liam's oh, okay. going to come with me, but mm. we're yeah, we're not sure. We're just still okay. trying to figure out dates and stuff at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been going a bit nuts as well, not being able to do what we do. Like I, I'm I'm currently trying to move to Tasmania. Really? Uh, yeah, that's I'm I don't have any I'm, restrictions there. Well, yeah, and I also don't think that they will get them, or if they do, you can kind of I feel like it's the only place in the country where they can't accidentally get COVID. Like they have to fuck up. To let that happen, unless someone gets in a little tinny boat and goes, "I'm getting a tazzy," that might be me. I've got COVID, and I'm fucking out of bed. I mean, uh, there's no way they just get fucked on by the bass <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> or get run over by the spirit of Tasmania with me on it, going swallowed. <laughs> get get on the boat like a real man. <laughs> Pay the fucking real imagine ticket. That. Imagine if you're just on the spirit of Tasmania and you look down, you see fucking Neo in a dinghy, just like fucking going for it. Yeah, he's running out of fuel halfway. <laughs> he forgot, a, forgot a paddle. 
You got a fucking little Gatlink fucking thing or whatever. And hooks I on. don't have a driver's license because I don't believe in them. They wouldn't yeah. let me on the boat. <laughs> I don't have any license. I don't have any ID. Boys, 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 boys. Look at your nuts right now. Mm. Look back at the screen. Yeah. And and think about it. Think about Are it. Are they smooth as hell? Could they be smoother? I would think so. I can read. They could always be smooth. on your age. Yeah, that's true. Um, And if they aren't very smooth, boy, do we have the product for you, Manscaped. Mm -hmm. That's what you need, really. Uh, It's just great for comfort. Um, They've released a new Lorma 4.0. It looks like Uh, Darth Vader. It does. It looks like it was made by the Empire in Star Wars. It's imperial. It's precision. It's Mm -hmm. what we love. And use our code. Oh, no, use our link. Yeah. Custom link. That's right. Manscaped.com slash sound off for 20% off and free shipping. The lawnmower 4.0. This thing's great. You know, Luke, I accidentally, I have it in the little Manscaped toolbox with all of my accessories and tools and creams and and potions uh, that they also sell. I accidentally bumped it and it turned on in the bag and we heard the, the motor going. Jasmine and I were searching the room. I thought I'd blown up my computer or my laptop or like the lights. That's how powerful this thing is. We were looking for this noise on all of our big electronics going, well, no, what have we broken? Turns out it was just the lawnmower 4.0. The motor Mm. is spinning and will leave. Yeah. Also waterproof as well. Uh, And and another great thing, dude, I had a, a girl come up to me with her boyfriend. She goes, I just want to thank you. I'm not joking, by the way. She's like, after the show, she's like, I just want to thank you. Yeah. Dude, Manscaped, he's, he's, he's way better now. That's all she said. Wow. She goes, he's, he's way better now. And the guy was standing there, be like, be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, what was wrong with my dick? Probably yeah. stuff. Get, get some like, landscaping on you. She was like, hey, I got it for him for his birthday. He really likes it. Anyway, it was a good show. Bye. And then that's it, just left. It is. She just it, wanted to thank me about recommending a, a great product recommendation. I guess, I guess that's a good sign when people say more about the brands who sponsor you than your actual performance. Mate, I guess that's, that's good. I'll take it. That's the testimonial. Like, if that's a that's a true testimonial. From, so how about this, Luke? New slogan: Manscaped.com. Better than Luke shows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a if you're the girlfriend, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was like. My nuts are great, but you were better. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't I wouldn't go that. that far, mate. Jokes yeah. were good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, oh, sorry. Manscaped, uh, why did I plug my own website? <laughs> I mean, if you want to get tickets, LukeKidgel.com. There's no discount yeah. code there. But if you want the best shaving experience in the game, Manscaped.com. I do not sell them. 20% off free shipping. Support the brands that support the show. That's how we keep it all spinning. Thank you. And back to Mike. Yeah, it's one of those things, dude. Melbourne's fucked it. Like, what a great time to get out. So, are you going to get out soon? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in the, like, actually, before I mean, the end of the year or? I mean, yeah, there, there's, I mean, I my current ticket is booked for this Friday. Awesome. So, I might oh, be shit. leaving on Friday. However, I just need to check a few other things. But I'll, I'll be leaving before the end of October. Uh, October yeah, before the end of October. So within the next month or so, I'll be gone. Oh, well, it's kind of, it's scary leaving the country because they just made it like borderline impossible to come back. So yeah. like, are you, what, what is your plan? So you get to Amsterdam and like, what are you doing? Like, especially so, if you're by yourself. Yeah. Like I'm going to get fully vaccinated there. Um, and then once I'm 
once I've done that, like I've already got jobs with um, Bentley over there as well. One of oh, cool. them, and there could be some stuff potentially in America as well because once you're there, you can travel wherever. Yes, um, there's no sort of I think to America as well. There's no quarantine as well. There's just you can I just think I think it'll. I think it is, or it will definitely just become if you're vaccinated, you can do whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, but I probably won't be going to America straight away. I'll probably be um, touring Europe for a bit. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get a car over there and spend like a long time that I'd, I'd be minimum spending 12 months there. Like I'm prepared to spend minimum 12 months. Man, after the, after the 18 to. months we've had, like you gotta, you know, do I, it. I don't reckon and, you'll be allowed back here in 12 months. Probably like we're I'm okay it. with that though. Yeah. I'm That's okay fine. That. Yeah. Yeah. You're not missing much over here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but there there are ways to get back. Uh, I know there are. Like, uh, we <clears> still need to get exemptions. It's a lot more hectic process, but yeah, there are ways. But there, it is a lot harder. Like, it is. <laughs> but very, and very also, hard. would you want to? Like, yeah, it'd be like if know? there was like a death in the family, and I had to come back. Yeah, like, yeah. like God forbid something really bad happened, and yeah. then I'd have yeah. to come back. Like, if it was that severe, um, and I'd try and find a way back. But yeah, I mean, nothing else would really want me, you know, to come back. To be honest, like I wouldn't. Re- I, I, I feel would- like with with that, if it's if it's really hard to come back, that means that we're still fucked, and you wouldn't want to come back unless it was an emergency. Exactly right. So yeah, that's basically the the plan. I'd just be able to um be getting back to making content again because I've actually yeah. been, or we've been in this fucking shitty COVID situation longer than I've done YouTube for. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah, I didn't think of that. True. I started YouTube mid-2018. I got a really good taste of it in 2019. That's when it started growing. I got to quit my job and just do YouTube oh, hard. Brutal. And started 2020 until now. It's, yeah, it's pretty much been, it's almost even with as long as I've done YouTube before is how long we've been in this shit. So I haven't had a chance to properly grow like and do what I want yeah youtube like i've had cool jobs and there's been things but to be able to travel overseas go experience cultures foods meet people go to sick locations and stuff like that's what i want to be doing yes Mm. i i was talking to my dad about it and he was just like man i feel really bad for young people like you guys are the best part of your life and just uh yeah the government's i guess letting everyone down a bit and it's just it's not you know, obviously it's a global problem. Uh, it's not yeah. just our government, like with the vaccine rollout or whatever, but it's more just like, it's just such a shitty situation. Like Lewis and I was supposed to be going to the UK last year. We had yeah. 2020 dates booked in, in the UK to do a yeah. tour. And then I was supposed to go again this year, Edinburgh. And then this year, this year was supposed to be America. Yeah. Um, right. And we had all these plans of like, and we probably would have been able to do them like with how we're growing and stuff online. Yeah. Probably would have gone quite well, but yeah, now we have to wait probably two more, I imagine, Maybe, to yeah. actually do shows. Well, because next year, say if, if everything goes well and next year opens up, Luke and I both have to tour Australia. So that's a year. And then maybe the year after UK and then maybe the year after that America. Like, yeah, it really puts like two years in the way of what you'd normally be doing. Like I was talking about this with Jazz. I think about all the, all the kids who turned 16 last year. They can't get their driver's license at all. Because yeah, really hard, you can't yeah. you can't do lessons, and then in Melbourne you can't really leave to to properly drive safely and learn because yeah. you can't go for more than five kilometers out. Like I was supposed to get my fucking license this year, I was doing lessons and shit, and then they made it illegal. I'm like, oh great, yeah. now I'll have to learn while I'm touring, and that's not going to happen. 
Oh, I was talking about uh, this with Meg last night. Her niece <clears throat> and nephew are, are three and five years old, and we realized, yeah. like, oh, they only know pandemic. COVID. Yeah, they were yeah. Three. One of them was three when it started. One of them was one. They've grown up in a pandemic, and if it continues on for another year, they're like first years of their childhood are just fucked. Isn't yeah. that insane? That is insane. How if it goes how, on for like three years? Imagine being retired and being like, I'm going to buy a boat. I'm going to do <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. buy the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's the other thing. I think I saw a video because when I was getting my exemption sorted, there was a guy like a dad with their family that they wanted to just like pack up everything and then mm. just go sail. And they bought some big, like 60 foot yacht or whatever. And they got their exemption approved because they were going to sail all the way up the coast of Australia to Indonesia and then do their tour. And then I, I found their video and it was like posted like the start of the pandemic and then I've been following it. They're like in France and stuff now, like wow. sailing around the world. It's fucking awesome. Also, yeah. they got out just in time. They yeah. got it. They got an exemption and they were able to leave, which is funny to think you need an exemption to still leave Australian waters as well because they're just on yeah. a boat. Like you just leave, right? <laughs> that is <laughs> so funny. Still need, uh, yeah, all that paperwork, which is interesting. So... Yeah, it's hectic times, man. Just it's it's huge learning curve as well. <laughs> that was the best quote of the whole last like month of the show. Three white dudes on a yeah. Zoom going, hectic times, brother. Hectic <laughs> fucking what, what times. What else are we gonna say? Like, <laughs> fuck, I hate all that shit. Look at us just breaking it down for everyone. <laughs> I I think that's how Daniel Andrews should end the next press conference. Is he should just go. You know, 2,000 cases, no one's following quarantine laws. You're locked down for another 18 months. Hectic times, man. And then he ends it. <laughs> and just cuts to black. Yeah. Dude, this is a sign language for hectic times. Did you, <laughs> did you see Gladys? I don't know if you saw this. It's just straight up ignoring the reporters' questions on the press conference she yesterday. She is so rude to them. It's, it's so weird. It's incredible how one-sided, like journalism is supposed to be like, oh, we ask a question, then you yeah. answer it. Or you answer it in a roundabout way and half avoid the actual question. Yeah. She doesn't even do that. Like, yeah. That someone was like, oh, like, why don't we have like a, she goes, oh, no leader in the world has to plan for this. And then the reporter holds one up and he's like, here's a checkpoint plan. <laughs> and then she goes, no, nah, no, nah, nah, no one has one. And he goes, no, 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 it's right here. And then other reporters, you see in the background, start pointing to the same document. Yeah, I think that it's <laughs> it so funny, the difference between Dan's ones and Gladys's, whatever you think of the people, it's so funny. It, to me, it feels like when Daniel does a press conference, he's like trying to talk to us and, and the journalists are like intermediaries where they'll ask a question that a lot of people have asked them so yeah. that we can get the answer. Whereas Gladys seems like she's like, oh, I don't want to talk to these fucking journalists. And the journalists were trying at the start to, to help with questions and then maybe put it grill her a little bit. Now it just seems like the journos are trying to piss her off and she's trying to ignore them and leave as soon as possible, oh which is God. why you got everyone pointing at the sign going, ah, uh, but it, it just defeats the purpose of doing the press conference. Like spend that 15 minutes trying to fucking fix it. If you're just going to ignore the shit out of people. Yeah. Don't, don't do the press conference. Then. Yeah. Say I'll answer it via email and tweet at them. Yeah. Oh, far. It's such a huge fuck around though. It's like, what do you, like, what, yeah. what is she, actually supposed to do to fix all this stuff like people don't want to obviously abide by the rules people aren't like everyone's sick of like 
especially like a lot of Sydney clearly is very sick of like all the lockdowns and cases. Like what are they? What are I think, I think it's do? just, they, 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 they fucked their opportunity to fix it at the start and that you I don't think you can really come back from it. So now it's just anger because, Oh, well, you're telling me to do something that's not working or why didn't you do this at the start? Why yeah. aren't you doing enough? I think, and but I think the main problem is like, I was there when they had like three or four cases a day and yeah. I saw what happened in Melbourne and I was like, I, I just left. I was like, fuck yeah. this. I was and there no one there. Yeah, yeah. No one there thought it was going to become a thing. Yeah. Dude, yeah. did I tell you what Frenchie said? And it's no like disrespect or whatever. It's just that it just shows the change in their attitude. I was with Frenchie. It came on the news. I'm like, you guys have got COVID again. And he goes, nah, we don't really do that here. And it's like, you will. You yeah, will. And I was like, and he goes, nah, nah, like we pretty much shut it down. Like should be all G. And now Frenchie's on his Instagram story every day. Like, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his poll. I think he put up a poll like mm. fucking like Gladys versus Dan polls or whatever. That was yeah. I wish I had a filmed him say it. Like that would have aged like fucking milk. That would have oh, been yeah. incredible. You could, you could <laughs> like add, add in the music and you could just slowly fade to him in his bedroom with a life-sized cutout of Gladys in his fucking house. <laughs> you know, who would have thought that like just a few months after he went, no, nah, we don't do that here. Gladys would be in his house. But it's, it's, it's not even like really on him for being an idiot. It's like, he was right. He was kind of right. Like he, they'd never, it hadn't been a problem all of 2020. Obviously mm. no one knew what Delta was going to be like and whatnot. So in his brain, he's like, oh, that's more of a Melbourne thing. And I completely understand. You know, you know what I think? I think the uncomfortable truth of this COVID shit is I don't think any of the states have done a, like a particularly good job. I think some of them got lucky. And some of them Perth have done an incredible Perth have done, job. Perth have done a good job. Dude, people and, fucking love him. I was in yeah. like every Uber I did. I was, you know, talking about it to the Uber driver. They're like, oh, he's our king. Like we worship yeah. him. We love him. And it's yeah. just so different. Like people are indifferent Crazy. about Dan Andrews maybe or some people. Pro I think him, people thought against. that about Dan when he got us from 700 to zero. And now everyone's angry, which I understand. Yeah. Uh, but even like the Brisbane lady seems to be doing a pretty great job. Like, yeah. you know, she shut this new one down again pretty quickly, but people are probably still like, fuck you. Like I know a lot of people in regional Queensland were shitty about it because they're 10 hours away and they had a, like restrictions and stuff. Like mm. a lot of people have a disdain towards her. When I, I did Townsville and stuff this week, like yeah. I'm mm. still in Airlie beach in North Queensland. And um, mm. a lot of people around here are like, it's fucking bullshit. Like, you know, like where it's not even the same state and they're right. It's the equivalent of like Melbourne to Sydney like, away. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's so far away. I didn't so realize she, how she can't work. win though. Yeah, I mean that's a that's tough. Like it, that's it tough. Would be, it would be because, tough like, because if you, then if you don't set the same rules for everyone, then there's confusion about mm. the rules and stuff. You know, you know what's funny about this? Like before COVID started, I didn't even know we had premiers. Like I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't, even I didn't think anyone did. I think that I told you about this the other day. You shouldn't know the name of your premier if you know their name something's gone wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't even know that that was a job. Like, yeah. like we had <laughs> premiers. Okay. okay. That's now you're reaching them. No, not fucking... knowing their name, but not knowing that there's someone in charge of your state, you're, 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 you're entering dumb cunt territory. No, no. 
No, straight up dumb cunt territory for sure. Like, I thought ScoMo, Scott Morrison, I thought our prime minister, I just thought he just ran the whole lot. I didn't know there was little versions of him around Australia. Don't you know? How like, the fuck would he have the time? Mike, Mike, there's not many of us here. Like, you <laughs> vote in the state and federal elections. I've only voted once. But you've and done it. That's what I mean. I know I you've done it. it. <laughs> okay, and, and that's and that there, you're not allowed to complain about anything. That's I so us, concerning. My dad doesn't vote, and whenever he complains about anything, the whole house goes, well, register to vote then, or you don't get an opinion. Oh, my God, that's so funny. No, I put a little eggplant sticker on my ballot and put it in. Yeah, okay, and, and that's great, but no complaints. Thank you. No, well, I'm leaving the country. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> great. I'm complaining have, because I have a way out. Yeah, <laughs> that must make so many people so fucking angry. Imagine living in like, you know, like a communist-run country, right? And we have the right to vote. And then someone probably listening to that has just heard you go, yeah, I put a little dick emoji on it and then just <laughs> slotted it in and went, fuck you, I'm out of here anyway. See you yeah, later, dogs. Well, fuck. How very Australian of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, incredible. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. I'm young. That's my way out. That's, for, yeah. that's the, uh, I think I would have just turned 18 the first time I ever voted as well. Ah, oh, no one at 18 votes properly. How old I are reckon you? you get one practice vote and, and you've been it. Like are you the 22 now? Receive it. I'm now 22. I'm getting 22. old. It's so weird. You're way too successful for your age. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you also, well, you, like you look, cause like your beard, I just thought you're my age, but you're not. Yeah, it could be someone's uncle, but I'm. Just oh, like, I I thought that I thought that Mike was thirty from the day I met him. <laughs> he said that you probably had that beard since you were twelve. I did actually start growing facial hair uh, just before fourteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. pretty young. Well, we're, we're coming up to the end of the episode, Mike. What do you What do you have next? Like, what's like, what should people look out for in you know the 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 coming weeks or months from you? Ah, uh, well, yeah, hopefully a lot of European content. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. What, what do they even do in Amsterdam? And oh, I know what they do, but yeah. <laughs> what do they eat and stuff? I mean, we'd, we'd like to, have to find out. And, yeah. Pussy, find dude. Out. They eat fucking pussy. All yeah. right. So a lot of that. I'm actually switching to Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm, very, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We'd like to yeah be able to travel a lot of Europe, depending on what restrictions are where. So we'd like to do some German content. We'd like to get down to France, Paris. We'd like to get across the UK. Did you know they had an underwater train from Paris to London? What? I didn't know that. It cost 4.5 billion pounds, which is almost 10 billion Australian to make. They built a fucking tunnel underneath. Could you imagine the engineering project for that real quick? Is there there windows? I think it's just just a a tunnel. Ah, it's kind of like how there's a tunnel under the English Channel. I guess you don't need windows, but come on, guys, give it a fucking crack. But there's also a tunnel under the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah, but it's not the same. No, I guess that's a lot. It's not a train, I guess. It's not, yeah, under the sea to a different country. That's nuts. Like, it's quite a far, how far, like, how long does it take under the water? I think uh, maybe 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. So it's wow. like goes forever. That's crazy. It's a long, it's a pretty big, like, yeah, it's a pretty big tunnel. Like, I didn't even know that. It's called the Eurolink or something like that. So I'd like to go yeah. on that. <laughs> See, we were at the start of this episode, we were talking about how you don't really need to be a perfectionist. I really hope that the engineers who made that tunnel 
are disregarding that advice. If you're an engineer, you've got to get it right. If you get yeah. it wrong, it's it's not yeah. good enough. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny for us as well, like being creators, because you don't yeah. really need to go to uni to do anything creative, no. right? No. You're like, oh, well, I've got experience and I'm pretty good at this and I know my way around a you know, computer, right? Yeah. It's literally but, just having a brain and initiative. That's it. Yeah. Right. But imagine the same but if you're in the medical industry it's like i don't have a degree but i've practiced on plenty of people we've done heart surgery a couple of times i've watched a few youtube tutorials i'm pretty passionate about it i'll intern i'll work for free yeah, yeah. Uh, i've just gone with the good enough motor like just pumping yeah. out the surgery <laughs> But I, I told you I tried to save his life, but it would have stressed me out. So <laughs> I'm just not in the right headspace right now. To, to <laughs> and then like someone's dying. You're like, I'm just burnt out. I've experienced yeah, uh, heart surgeon burnout. We all go through I it. my hands and like, yeah. his fuck hands, like one little shake. That's <laughs> me. Yeah. Far well, um, one thing, you know what else is, this is not really related to anything, but, um, you know what I always remembered like about Mike, like whenever someone goes like, man, like what was terrific Mike? Like a lot of people are very interested about you. A few people have been asking you to come on the podcast for a while. Right. And really? I'm like, one thing I always tell people, I'm like, mate, he's frequent use of use of the word schnoz to describe yeah. his nose. It's yeah. like yeah. the most memorable thing about that tour. Do you, know, yeah. Do you guys remember that Mark bloke from Newcastle on the billboard? Still following oh, him on Facebook. I see, guy. His <laughs> I see his fucking post. To this the day. guy who had, he looked yeah. like he had a mustache, but he didn't have a and mustache. We called him. Yeah. We called him up to ask him yeah. if he had a mustache or not. That's right. There was this guy on a billboard and we, a real estate we couldn't agent. work out from a distance and we even walked up closer to have a closer look. We couldn't work out if he had a mustache or if someone had drawn it on, or maybe it was a shadow underneath his nose. So we called the guy and he thought he was about to sell a house. And because his number, do you have a mustache? He was his real estate agent number was on the billboard. So we we take that billboard. That billboard was so big for pedestrian level. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember how fucking big that billboard was? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Small unit like it was crazy <laughs> how big it was like i know billboards are big yeah but fuck me that was a massive shot of his head yeah it was like <laughs> times square <laughs> you, you would think that it would be more obvious as to whether or not he had a mustache that's how big it was but like it, but you just we could not all three of us were studying it and we we're like yeah. could not figure it out but yeah obviously the other half of the billboard was his phone number mm, <laughs> his phone yeah. number and then his big fat head uh, next to that, so we called him, and then I remember calling him because I pretended to be your son because we wanted to, we wanted to, yeah, we wanted to make sure it was that- on. I think it's on my podcast. I think it was on an episode of my podcast. Like, I'm pretty sure you can, there's the audio is out there of this call. Because uh, if you want to listen to another one, me, Mike, and Lewis also did a podcast years ago on that tour. You'd yeah. have to go find it, but it's under in the memoir or oh, in the Luke Kidgelauer feed. Yeah, uh, or if you search yeah. memoirs of a white guy, you should be able to find it. But um, yeah, that episode we recorded in the Newcastle Airbnb was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, that whole tour, uh, I've never never laughed so hard in my that life. That tour was a lot of fun. Were you? I mean, that's what life's was, about, man. Just shit talking. Yes, dude. Was that the Weepix tour with the yeah. cursor lyrics? Yeah. yeah, where we're putting like cursor. Were you there for the Weepix thing, Mike? Wait, it was, sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure yeah. we got like like almost like. The Jetstar staff was so confused. We were laughing so hard on the plane that all three of us were putting like Weepix references into yes. cursor lyrics. Oh. <laughs> like we'd be like, fuck's happening. Cause you know, like get a bowl, put some bigs in it. Like oh, it was just, yeah. 
And we thought this shit was like yeah. the funniest thing oh, in the world. If you're trying to think about the joke, it couldn't have been that funny. But at the time, it would have at been. At the time, funny. we like could not stop laughing. Like uncontrollably. Like we almost got kicked off a flight because we weren't paying attention to any of the fucking yeah. thing. And we were like, because hey, we always audibly... got emergency rows because of your height looks. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. in the emergency yeah. row. Like emergency row. Yeah, yeah touring, <laughs> touring with me is fucking great. You will never have to pay for an upgrade. They just look at me and they go, man, this dude needs an emergency row. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Like they're trying to explain like now, just like, you know, look at this thing and make eye contact with us as we're explaining it to you. And we're all still laughing about someone, someone's wheat bix jokes from like the terminal <laughs> when we're checking in. Like it was fucked up. Oh, that was good times. Yeah. Well, when you guys are touring again, I would, I would love to come on again. That would be fun. I'll help film it all. Yeah. See, we yeah. should, we could, we should, we could like do at least like a leg or something like, yeah. like go yeah, up something. to Queensland or something like that. We'll, we'll organize it. Maybe next year, who knows where you'll be. Yeah, oh, I mean, and remember in the Gold Coast, fucking Mike flew his drone over the fucking Chevron over the hotel the from the balcony. That we checked in. <laughs> That's right. I was, was like, I remember those... doing that. I landed the drone. It was fucking professional, fucking flying from me, if I do say so myself, because I flew it out of the balcony, fucking thing. Like, it was like not much room, and then the air pressure changed from the like the wind pressure or whatever because the balcony didn't have any wind. And then as soon as I flew it out of the thirty-fifth story all the wind changed. So I was like maneuvering this drone back in. And obviously oh, that's right. It took fucking, good. it took ages. It, it was like, it was, it was stuck in the rip in the ocean. It kept yeah. coming back and forward and you're leaning across the balcony and we're all going, get in, get in, we're going to get kicked out. <laughs> anyway, and I landed it. I put it on the fucking dinner table. Right. <laughs> and you can see the dinner table from where you open up uh, the apartment from like the door. Right. <laughs> and um, we get this, like, it was like seven 30 in the morning. I remember that. And then we got some hectic knock on the door. I thought it was like room service or some shit. So I didn't even uh, bother opening it. And then there was another hectic knock and it was very like alpha knock. Yeah. I was like, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I opened the door and the security was like, we know you flew that drone. I'm like, nah, I don't know what I'm talking about. And literally they, one of them like looked over my shoulder and saw the drone there. The <laughs> on it. <laughs> and he's like, I know you flew that drone. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I flew the drone. Yeah. Like, don't do that again. Are you getting fucking evicted? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, that whole tour. Cause, and also I almost got us kicked us out because that was the same hotel that I filmed that you don't know me in where I poured the water all over me. Oh, and we, yeah. and we had to film it three times. And there was three towers where it oh, said the one, exact same one, sign. One. Yeah, yeah. Was, right. There's three towers of the hotel, and every tower had the same sign of like no water inside because because we couldn't film it if it was wet. We would have had to come back next day, so we had to find the next dry sign and I to get a better up, take. Like, the zoom in and the angle. Yeah. So I was like, we go around to each thing and then Mike would be there watching the security guard. There's one security guard walking around the whole mm. loop. So we'd have to time his laps when he was over the opposite side. And we'd be like, all right, film. And then I'd just get a bucket, drench it on myself. It would fuck the whole foyer. And yeah, then yeah. we'd all just run away <laughs> to the next tower and then refilm it. Wet. And then we yeah. just filmed it at every single one. I remember we filmed some video for you, Lewis, as well in that apartment where we yeah. smashed some fucking beer or something. Oh, like that. yeah. Like, that, yeah. that straight edge video where you straight smashed a Corona yes. on the ground and there was glass everywhere. Dude, we treated those hotels like shit back in the yeah. day. It was like the definition of like 18 year olds just shouldn't be allowed to be two together. That's yeah, what we it was. Brisbane, we were there for one night and I, I dared Lewis. I'm like, you wouldn't put the big fucking pot plant in the fridge. <laughs> 
Oh, that's right. That all, dude. I that almost got me kicked off Airbnb. <laughs> that almost got me banned from the fucking website because I. I, I I don't know why the fuck I did it. That place. I dared you. We, yeah, okay, of course. I know exactly why I did it because you said I wouldn't. I put it in the fridge and then we go to Sydney, I think it was, or Newcastle the next day. And then the woman saw the review from the, the place where I put the, the plant in the thing, the place where, we, where there was glass everywhere. And she saw those two terrible reviews. And then she saw that I was in her house next and she's like oh my god the tornado of chaos is in my property she came over remember to check the house and make sure we weren't ruining it oh wait oh i think i do remember that in tasmania i wasn't there for this leg because i had something else to do but you would i there was this thing where you broke someone's pot and then instead of dealing with it that was an accident you fucking rolled it down the hill (laughs) in the bushes Instead of being like, I broke your clay pot, I'm you so were just sorry. like, if I put it down a cliff, no but one also, will notice. But yeah. you filmed it and you put it on your YouTube channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but how, they found that body so quickly. That yeah. dead pop land thing. They found it so quick. Yeah, I don't how do I don't do Airbnb much anymore, guys. <laughs> on bookings.com now. <laughs> yeah, I had to change for this to a, we have to book it on Meg's account because I stayed Meg. with Lewis in so many of my accounts. I have a fucking shitty rating because of Lewis as well. <laughs> like, do you remember that time in Adelaide where we got spaghetti on the roof? Yeah, yeah. Like we were cooking spaghetti and then we just started flicking it up. <laughs> Yeah, d- guys, if, just listen to this. If you are ever considering about listing your property on Airbnb, just replay the last five minutes. It's not worth it. We'll ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's, there's many of you. us. There's more of us than you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Fun. There are a lot of people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good luck, dude, over in Amsterdam. I can't wait to watch some, someone do content other than local Australian content for the last yeah. two years. It'd yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to make something a bit different, not just, oh, here's traffic light photography. <laughs> yeah. Like, far out. I'm excited to go over and just see what's up. And I reckon I'll get there and I'll be like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm stuck here. No, no you, be it'll be great. You're going to, what you're actually going to do is you're going to get there and then you're going to sc- look at your Facebook and see all of your friends complaining about the new restrictions and you go, thank fuck <laughs> yeah probably least all right cool start. thank you very much mike uh, make sure you thank follow you much, north borders on instagram and youtube and everywhere else he is uh really really good stuff great photos and also really good tutorials and just cool fucking videos on youtube as well um so thanks for coming on mate and no uh we'll talk to you guys in a couple days <laughs> <laughs>